What's up, everybody, and thank you for listening to Mastering the Mindset. My name is Darius Dotch, and I'm an actor, hip-hop artist, and fitness and life coach. And I'm here to personally help you train and improve your mindset so that you can, one, become the best version of yourself mentally, and two, gain focus and motivation to be able to take action and achieve the success in life that you want and deserve. Before we get started, please like and subscribe to my channel, and at the end of this episode, if you liked it, please share it with a friend or a loved one or someone who will benefit from hearing this message. I'm so glad you're here and I'm ready to go on this journey with you. And that journey begins now. Hey, and welcome back to another episode. Let's jump right in. Today, we're going to be talking about the power of words. We're going to talk about the words that you yourself use We're also going to talk about the words that people around you use because words can have so much power. They truly can. But words can also have no power. None at all. Words only really have power when you give them power. When you say something to somebody, it can mean everything to them or it could mean absolutely nothing to them. Somebody could walk up to you right now and say something to you. They can call you a name or something and it can have absolutely no effect on you. Not even a little bit. Some random person can come up to you and say something random and walk off and you'd be like, huh, that was weird. What was that about? And then go about your day and never think about it again. Somebody could also come up to you and say something that could trigger you and it could piss you off or hurt you or make you self-conscious. It could trigger you and ruin the rest of your day. Some words can have power over you and some words can have massive power over you. I mean, some words can have power. Some, some words can have no power over you and some words can have massive power over you. It could ruin your day. Right. You can be thinking about it a week later. You can be pissed off for hours. And the tough pill to swallow, the tough pill that we all need to swallow is that the person who says whatever that thing is to you, they are not the ones that have that effect on your mindset. Whoever that person is, other people, your parents, your spouse, Your cousin thinks you're a failure. Your friend says something hurtful. Whoever it is, they are not the ones that affect our mindset. They don't. They didn't ruin your day. Let's say some random person came up to you on the street and randomly said, yuck, you got an ugly face. And maybe you have an insecurity about something on your face that could affect you. But let's say that same person, a random man, came up to you And they had on some something crazy like cowboy boots and tights and green body paint and a pink wig. And he ran up to you and said in a funny, high pitched voice, said the same exact thing. It wouldn't have any effect on you. You're going to look at him like he crazy. Like, what the hell was that? Right. Same words, same exact words were said, but two completely different ways they impacted you. So it ain't the words themselves. It's the meaning you put behind the words. And it's also What you think of yourself. And that's the thing we have to understand. Words only hurt to the degree in which you already believe them, which is another hard pill to swallow. The words that somebody says to you only hurt to the to the degree in which you already believe them. If somebody comes up to you and says you ugly and you happen to be a person who has really high self-esteem, let's say you conceded even and somebody walk up to you and say you ugly. You'll be like, "Okay, cool. Bye. That's your opinion. And you will keep it moving. But if you happen to be somebody with really low self-esteem and you look in the mirror and don't like what you see and you do a lot of negative self-talk and somebody walks up to you and says you ugly 
If you believe that already before that person even comes into your into the equation, then guess what? It's going to hurt. It's going to affect you to the degree in which you believe in it. A good example I like to use is a story about this guy who runs a business and the conversation he's having with his mentor. And he's talking to his mentor about his business and the business is going OK from the folks on the outside looking in. They would even say it's going good. And the guy tells, tells his mentor that he's thinking about just quitting. He's thinking about just shutting it down. And the reason is because he says he gets emails from people who buys his product or his service or whatever it is. And he'll get emails from unsatisfied customers saying that this was wrong or that could have been different. Now, mind you, compared to the amount of customers he was providing his service to, it was a small number, a fraction of the amount in his emails. And he's telling his mentor, like, yeah. I keep getting these emails and then I have to go back and make changes to things or people tell me something didn't work. And I just feel like shutting, shutting it down. And his mentor, plain and simple, without hesitation, says, well, yeah, it's because you're insecure. He says you're insecure. And that's the reason why these emails affect you the way they do, because you're insecure about the business you run. You let these things affect you the way they do, because you already believe that your business ain't a good one. And I say it again. Whatever those things that trigger us is something that we already believe about ourselves. So when you, so when somebody says something that triggers you, it's not that it's it's not them. That's the problem. It's you. You are. We always are the problem. Now, could they be being a shitty person? Of course, whatever that thing, whatever that thing is, they said, if they meant it to hurt you, of course, they're in the wrong. We ain't letting them off the hook. But. We are taking some responsibility for the way in which we allow it to impact us. If somebody comes up to me on the street and calls me fat, it wouldn't affect me because I don't see myself as fat. Now, this could hurt somebody who is fat or this can hurt somebody who really ain't fat, but they think they fat. We all know those people. If they already believe they're fat, even when they're really not, those words could affect them. And on the flip side, for the people who really are fat, obese, we all know those folks that are okay with who they are, no matter how big they are. And you calling them fat don't hurt them in the least. We know those people. You think if you call Lizzo fat, she'll get offended? You think if you call Biggie fat, he would have been hurt? No. And not just celebrities. I'm just trying to throw some names out there that we all know. But you have those friends. You know those people. They don't let the word fat have any effect on them. They've done the work mentally. And you calling them fat, it's not going to do anything to them. When we get offended by somebody else's words, it's because we already believe it and or we have work to do on ourselves. And what I'm going to say next is going to sound crazy, but being triggered by something somebody says is one of the best things that could happen for you. What's up, what's up, what's up? I want to take a quick moment to say thank you so much for listening to this episode and to also let you know that this podcast is 100% donation driven, which means it's completely funded by you, the listener. So if you like the content I have to offer, I would love it if you can make a donation and you get to pick the amount. I left links in the description of the video as well as my homepage. You can choose which way benefits you the best to donate. And if you need more options, please feel free to email me at DariusDotch at gmail.com. That's D-A-R-I-U-S-D-O-T-C-H at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for being here and let's get back to it. Being triggered is a gift. If somebody triggers you, you should almost be thankful 
obviously not in the moment. But later on down the road, once you figure out how to work past that insecurity or that mental flaw that you have about yourself, them triggering you is showing you where you ain't free. It's showing you the areas you need to work on. It's a place where you're stuck. Right. Whether that's about yourself about what you believe about the world, about the people around you, that trigger is showing you where you're not free, where you're stuck. The area where you're vulnerable to allow other folks to control how you feel based off of their words. And that is 100% what we need to change. That That's a power that we shouldn't want anybody else to have, the ability to negatively affect how we feel. And a quote that I, I'm sure I've said this about 50 times on here. It's a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt, and the quote is, nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent. No one can make you feel inferior without your consent. Even if you don't realize that you made the decision, even if it's not in your sub, even if it's in your subconscious, you decided to give up control of how you feel based on what that person says. We can't let other people control the way we feel because that's what we're subconsciously doing. And we have to be able to take control of our feelings again. And a man by the name of Viktor Frankl has a quote that really sums up this whole episode. And a quick summary of who this guy is, Viktor Frankl. He's a psychologist and he's also a survivor of the Holocaust. And he was a prisoner over there in Auschwitz prison camp for three years. And he was already a psychologist before he went in. So his understanding of the way people think and their behavior was different than the average person's would be. And of course, he was able to see both sides of the extremes of humans, the people in the camp, right, who were prisoners and the people who were running the camp. And he has a book out that talks about his experience there and also about how he was able to mentally survive, how he was able to tap into the way he thought and the way he viewed life. And he talks about his mental journey and finding meaning in life. But the quote he has is a perfect quote for this episode. He says, Between stimulus and response, there's a space. And in that space is our power to choose our response. And in that response lies our freedom. So between stimulus and response. So when something happens to you before you respond to it, there's a space. It can only be a tenth of a second. It could be a millionth of whatever that means. It could be a millisecond. But in that space is our power to choose our response our power. And in that response lies our growth and our freedom. So he's saying that no matter what happens to you, that you are the one in control of how you respond and also how you feel. And if you leave that up to other people, then you ain't in control of it. And if we can master that, that response, no matter what somebody says or does, it won't matter. You're calm. You're cool. You have composure. And that ain't saying that you won't be in that you won't be present in those moments, that somebody is going to say something and it's going to be like you didn't even hear what they said or that you won't recognize that their actions or their words were meant to hurt you or could have hurt you. But it's being in a place where no matter what, your inner peace won't be disturbed. Be the gatekeeper, the gatekeeper of your happiness to control your take control of your own feelings. And there's another quote from Viktor Frankl that I love. It's another good one. He says, Everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances to choose one's own way. 
Now, if we take a step back out of this quote, this is coming from a man that saw some horrible things. He literally saw every freedom get taken from men and women. For him to come to this kind of thinking, to get this quote, you can imagine he saw exactly that. He literally saw people get everything taken from them except their ability or accept their choice to choose their own attitude in those circumstances. So notice your triggers. Notice when they happen, what they are. Say, okay, what just happened? Why is this triggering? Be able to release your attachment to these triggers. Release your belief to this because that's the kind of freedom that's going to allow you to live your best life, right? And of course, like I always say, this stuff takes work. You just ain't going to work through it and be all better in a day. No, it's called a trigger for a reason. It'll take time, but it's something you have to work through. Now, one little trigger I used to have, it's kind of funny one. It's not a serious one, but I'm a cancer. And I used to hate when people would say, oh, you're a cancer. Y'all sensitive. Well, hate is a strong word. I wouldn't say I hate it, but it used to get under my skin. It always got under my skin. I didn't want to be labeled as sensitive. When somebody would say sensitive, I would correlate that to be I would correlate that to being weak. And it took some time to get past that, to work through that. That even though I truly don't think I'm sensitive, one, by allowing this to trigger me, it is being sensitive. And two, I had to be honest with myself and realize that the main reason why I didn't want to be labeled as sensitive is because I was caught up in feeling like women don't want a sensitive man, that they want the opposite. And I had to come to the realization that if a woman thinks I'm too sensitive and she can't be with me, then she ain't the one no way. Because what you're not going to do is talk to me any kind of way in a relationship. I'm really big on that. Don't talk to me crazy. Even in an argument, I'm still going to talk to you like an adult and respect you. And if you can't do the same, then, hey, I am too sensitive for you. And three, I know the kind of person I am. I know I'm a good person. Anybody who knows me will tell you that. And so if by being, quote unquote, sensitive, you mean I'm a considerate person and I treat folks with respect until they don't treat me the same, that I expect people to talk and treat me the same way that I won't stand for disrespect, then sure, I guess you can call me sensitive. Anyway, I've let that go. A lot of times now I hear it and I don't even comment on it. Like, oh, yeah, that's that's what people say about cancers, huh? And I keep it moving. That's it. So anyway, the next time you feel yourself be triggered by somebody else's words, you make a mental note of what it was, what was said, what the situation was. And once you do that, you'll be able to get to the root of it. And when you get to the root of it, you can work towards the freedom of not letting that hold you back. So that's what I got for you today. If you like this episode, please share it with somebody, somebody that can benefit from this, somebody who is a friend or a family member, somebody who has goals and is trying to improve their lives. So thank you again and let's get it in.